goes through the AFL fixture and pick one game for the weekend. And this weekend, how could you go past the traditional, the original traditional rivalry between Carlton and Collingwood? It's getting some build-up this week too, isn't it? Oh, it's getting as it should. Both teams are flying. And uh, to talk us through us more, a 313-game champion for the Pies, including the 1990 Premiership and Norm Smith medal, and that's Tony Shaw. G'day, Shorey. G'day, boys. How you going? G'day, mate. Not too bad. Now, tell us. Let's go down memory lane, mate. What's it like taking on the Blues? Oh, gee, it's, uh, it's a big one. You, the greatest thing about it is you normally, in our day, we played in front of 80,000 people every time we played, whether at Waverley or the MCG, and we also played them at Princess Park when I first started. So, um, yeah, no, it's, a, it's a great rivalry. Probably waned a little bit in the last 10 to 15, uh, mainly, probably, I don't, not to no disrespect, but Carlton haven't had a lot of success, but they're up and going at the moment, so it's going to be a big one. Tony, it's Waltz here. I've only got one sort of question for you or a request. Can you please get on the rules committee? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I tried to have a go. I'd not have a go. Look, I, I'm, I'm all for umpires and, you know, getting it right. But I, I think the one thing that the sent rule, first off, I don't know why it was brought in because, um, you know, they said that umpires have been abused. I haven't heard that within uh, AFL level, but, you know, we know it happens individually at different levels down the community or country or whatever, but, you know, I, I've been watching my grandkids play now for two or three years every Sunday morning, and they're under 10, and I haven't heard one bit of abuse in that time from adults uh, to umpires to players or anything to do with any crowd interaction. That's bad. You know, so I must, I must be at the wrong game or the competition's running it well. But, look, the main thing is we're trying to take pressure off the umpires, but the descent rule and the um, the protected area and a few other things, um, it's just, it's bringing the umpires now. I, I think they're getting uh, great angst from the crowd, the way that, yeah. you know, a 50 metre penalty for so, a, a bloke walking or moving half a foot off the mark yeah. when he has to stand, and you have a, it's a 50 metre penalty, oh, it's just over the top. To well, the, you know, the, uh, to the infringement. Well, the, the Oracle here, uh, Shorey, and, and I used to be a cop for 30 years, and to me, it's all, the law's always been about what's in the spirit of the legislation, and sometimes they take it to the nth degree when they've got to look at the game and go with the flow of the game and read the game and where it's at. That's what I would say about the rules. Uh, yeah. And they, they are just yep. way off the mark. The second thing I'd say about this dissent rule is it's always existed. You abuse an umpire, it's a free kicker, it's 50. So they didn't need to bring it in, and, and the AFL on the back of that, they're saying they needed to bring it in because they've got a shortage of umpires. They've got a shortage of umpires because two years ago the females' competition's gone berserk and we're losing them, you know, you don't have enough. It's got nothing to do with dissent. Nah, and the other thing with that too about the umpire numbers, I was talking to an administrator of a local competition, and this is uh, senior and juniors, is that over the last three years, um, you know, you normally lose a number of uh, umpires, whether through retirement or young kids want to do something else, but at the same time, you're training up the same amount of numbers, but we haven't been able to train up umpires through COVID yeah. because you, you're not allowed to, you weren't allowed to get together. So over a two or three year period, we've probably lost umpires who have said, well, I won't go back after COVID. I've had enough anyway. I was going to retire anyway, but we haven't trained anybody up. So the numbers are screwed, you know, screwed the wrong way um, to, I think, I don't know where it came from. I'm, I'm serious about it. And we have problems, like I said, but they're only 
small, I, I don't see it a lot these days, and, and you're right, if you swear at an umpire, um, you know, and I, I think that's right, if you swear and you punch your fist and you, you're jumping up and down, well, okay, that's dissent. Yeah. But when you put your hands up and say, oh, what was that for? Or, you know, that point that the ball hit the ground. Yeah, yeah I saw that one. That, yeah. It, it, just, it just embarrasses, it embarrasses the umpires, and it's not their fault because the rule makers have got no feel for the game. And then we get the one thing we're trying to protect the umpires, the, the crowd goes ballistic. So you, we're, we're doing it the wrong way. Hundred mm, percent. No, we are. We are now. Now, sure, just back on to uh, what we <laughs> got you on for. I mean, I appreciate that. No, it's a passionate conversation. No, I like that. Like, this is what's keeping crowds away. Well, and people well, are getting shitty with the football because they want to see a game. And, and you go back, and Shorey will say this: nineteen ninety. Yeah, I'm an Essendon supporter, by the way, too, Shorey. But uh, yeah. awesome game, like tough, physical. Yeah, there was a brawl. Probably not a great look. But but that's what people come for to see the physicality and and you know like that's just how it is that's footy. Yeah, look, I, I don't want to go back to the brawl party. That, in that days, look, it is a grand final, and sometimes the heat gets a bit too much, and blokes lose control, and and that's what happened on that day. But then the idea behind that was that who was the side that was going to get control to then win the game. And, and I've got to say, you know, and no disrespect, but we, we kicked seven goals in the yeah. second quarter after that blue and, and probably set the game up. So yeah, that's what football's about. And the intimidation factor to other players and those sort of things, um, you know, that, that's, that's part of any professional sport um, and, and any sport with competition in it. Mm. Yeah, so uh, you didn't you didn't mind Luke Parker's shrug of the shoulders, which goes on every day of the week anyway. They just happened to capture it. No, look, 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 yeah, the one thing about it, if you're going to do that stuff, you've got to stand up yourself. Now, Luke Parker, if any, no one's ever doubted Luke Parker's courage, and, no. and he just thought, well, I've found a little weakness here. Let's see what happens with it. And he'd have respect for Dylan Shields, you know, but, but you know, when you go for those things, it's, it's a mind game. It doesn't mean a lot the next... I tell you what, the next time Dylan gets in that... and, and even thinks about maybe not going as hard as he should, he won't. Because it's that's what it is, but no, nah, it's 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 by play, so you just move on. Yes, you certainly do. Now, now back to <laughs> Carlton Collingwood, um, <laughs> player and coach. Did you, did you get up for these games? Did you make it bigger in, internally? Um, oh, look, I think the presidents did, and a few of the board members. Um, I, knew, I knew a few players who, I, I think even Peter Dacos liked to you know, build up pretty well for the Carlton Collingwood. I, I just thought it was a bit of a, um, a waste of emotion, but the greatest thing was when you play footy, was that you want to be a good player, um, you know, in the biggest games. And to me, that was what those games were. You know, we uh, 85,000, 90,000, even up to 100,000 against Carlton, you know, in playing finals. Mm. So, you know, I, I just loved it. You know, maybe there was other clubs that you played against so you wouldn't get that event. You'd probably get 40 or 50 and you think it's OK. But, no, nah, we knew what it was. And Carlton were a great side. You know, in, in that period of time, the late 70s, 80s, they were a very good side. And, and I had a lot of respect for them. But, well, yeah, we wanted to beat them and beat them bad if we could. But, um, no, we did have respect for them. Now, you'd uh, run out to the middle and, and line up in the centre. Who'd normally sort of line up next to you from Carlton? Who'd you normally have? Oh, gee whiz. You could have Roddy Ashman, Alex Marcoux, Wayne Johnson, um, Kenny Sheldon. Uh, you want to keep going? <laughs> <laughs> who, 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 who out of that did you think you had to stop or did you just play your games as much uh, as anything? 
Well, I used to play on you know, Kenny, uh, sorry, on um, Ashy and yeah, all those blokes. Uh, Jono, I had, yeah, I played on Jono a lot, you know, and he, I loved playing on Jono because he was tough, you know, and, and, and you knew if you quelled his influence, but you could go the other way and get it, make a bit of influence yourself that you've done your job. And I, I had a fair record against him, but you know, you, you never get him every time. You know, you, they're, they're too good for that. So uh, you just want to, yeah, take their influence out of the game and hopefully that helps your team win. And you also said you like playing in the big games. So we go back to the 90 grand final. Was it 37 touches, Norm Smith medal? That's a fair fair game. We, did you you know at the start of the game, were you feeling it? Uh, not that I was going to be Norm Smith medal. I, I, I was very confident in us winning, but, you know, our start wasn't real good. So that sort of, but, you know, it puts you know, a bit of doubt in your mind. But, no, I, I was confident that we'd get them. Um, but it took longer than what I thought in a way. But, you know, by, by probably, oh, I reckon my three-quarter time was nearly done and dusted, so. Right. Well, you've got a, you've got a great uh, resume in terms of playing. Yes, sorry. Are you going to wind him up? Well, no, no, you go. I was just going to ask him uh, about the Giants. Well, oh, yeah, I'm going to ask him about the Giants too. So our number one ticket, I'm a Wagga boy there, Shorty, so our number one ticket out of this show is Harry Perryman. And uh, he doesn't get enough. He doesn't get enough um, recognition. So when you're writing your articles and you're commentating, make sure you throw him out there and get him some recognition because he got moved into the midfield for the first time on the weekend. He's picked up thirty and kicked a goal. He's a quiet achiever, a uh, bit like yourself. I know no, he can. He, he can play, and you've got to get opportunity, don't you? But um, I wouldn't be jumping over, you know, thinking that it was just a new coach who did it, mate, because you played West Coast Eagles. Yeah, that is true. Yes, well, we mentioned that, that in the true. pre-game show. Um, now, Shory, um, got to ask you this. Uh, obviously, the Giants lost their coach, as you know. Are you any chance of putting your hat in the ring? Oh, mate, you <laughs> give me give me some give me some credit for some intelligence. Um, <laughs> uh, look, I I see the game. I love the game. Um, I I think you'd probably be better at a second time. I was I'm too far out of it now. Um, but gee, I can I know you can teach them things that they don't do well. And yeah, we all talk about this team defence now. I I played basketball at a pretty high level and. Basketball's about zoning off, but knowing that you can't leave your man enough to, you know, you've got to stop him, but you can also help your teammates. And this team defence gives, it's a bit of a crutch for a lot of poor players, you know, um, who over, overdo it and then they they get out of uh, whack and they get out of position and then their teammates get caught out. So, yeah, you need a lot of smart players when you're talking about team defence all the time. Um, and if not, you've got to drill them. So I think that can be taught pretty well. And even just reading the play can be taught. But, you, you know, it's a contested game, which I probably did. The, that was what I did. Um, so I'd be pretty happy to play around it. But, look, the problem is they're six with three, the midfielders now. Like, they, you know, you think your body against your own opponent yeah. most of the time about the main same sizing. But now, yeah, me going up against Paddy Cripps, I'd have to run him over in the car park. <laughs> <laughs> so so I'm just on that, Shorey, you're, you're sitting on the Giants board now, or you're Jimmy Bartell, and you're interviewing the um, candidates for the job. It comes down to two. One's a good strategic coach, and the other one's a good relationships man. But oh. they've both got good people around them. Which one are you going to go for? Wow. I think I think relationships is everything, um, but you know you, you're right. Look, you, you're not going to have a deal who doesn't know how the game's played. You'd hope, yeah. Um, but you'd have support, and that's what's going to happen. So you even saw Mark McVeigh go in, and he had faith in um, you know in his um, 
uh, ex, you know, with Herdy being already there, which I didn't mind, but I found it a bit interesting that, you know, Mark McVeigh's now got Solomon, Hurd, you know, all mates of his. Yeah. Does that help him get a senior job down the track, that you've gone back to your mates instead of, you know, knowing what was happening, you were part of it, and then trying to turn it yourself. I had no worries with Hurdy because he was on staff, and I know Dean Solomon. And look, Dean's well respected. I got no, and I reckon he's a great bloke, and he he probably knows the game backwards. Yeah. But I just thought, does the people who want to put him in the place if he wants to go for that job, do they see that as a weakness or do they see that as a strength? Mm. on making those changes because you had you, re- you had your other uh, assistant coaches in the background and you know, they're still doing the same thing but you know I don't know I, I, I didn't know how to read that one yeah variety is good maybe they should have got Daisy Pearce in there Ah uh, well, Daisy's gonna. I think she's going to. I know she's going at Geelong. She's playing another year, so she. I don't know if she's going to be coaching down Geelong. Mm. If you're playing at Melbourne, makes it a little bit harder, doesn't it? Like, yeah. yeah, that was a. That was what was going on. But ah oh, no, look, we've we've got girl coaches, we've got girl administrators. So, you know, the women now. People say, oh, we've got to make it fifty-fifty, the best for the job. But tell you what, the percentages are even and up. I'm thinking. Um, you yeah. know, and good yeah. luck to it. I, I don't, mate. I don't care who it is. Just that you know that the people you put in place are going to help you get close to winning a premiership, which is one of the hardest things to do. Yeah. And I don't care who it is, mate. Yeah, yeah very good. Now, Shorey, who wins on Sunday, mate? Oh, uh, look, I, I, Carlton are going all right. Um, we did all right in the wet against Frio. We, somehow we love travelling to the west. I reckon it must be the three hours on the plane, but in our day we used to have a few beers on the way home, but they don't do it anymore. <laughs> so, um, oh, look... Oh, I, I, you'd have to probably pick Carlton because I think there's a few little issues that we've got, like Grundy still out and, you know, ruck-wise and tall-wise, we struggle a bit with that. Uh, maybe Roughhead might, I don't know if Roughhead's coming back in because he just sort of helps more and how and those blokes play a bit different. Um, so, yeah, we, look, we've got a few problems. We still need a key forward, but they don't grow on trees. So I'd go Carlton, but, you know, I hope I'm wrong. Well, you might have to get in Mason Cox next year. He'll be available. Well, as in where? Dr. Carlton, sorry. Well, well, oh, sure, he doesn't care about no, that. No, he don't care about Carlton, no. <laughs> I don't think you've got enough, mate, you've got enough tools, haven't you? But, no, look, Mason, I, I don't know what's going on with Mason. Like, he, he's hurt his finger anyway, so I don't know if he's going to be out for a while or whatever. But, yeah, you know, it's what happened on the weekend. I, matter of fact, I, was, I, I felt a bit sad for him, really, because he, he probably shouldn't have played the other night. He should have made a late change and cop a fine. Yeah, because the, the conditions yeah, didn't suit him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. Absolutely. Hey, mate, I know you're a busy man, so we'll leave it there. But uh, awesome. thank you so much for Thanks, joining Tony. us uh, this evening, mate. Really appreciate it. Nah, good on you, boys. Anytime. Thanks. Well, say good day to Monkey for you, mate. We're out in his territory. Oh, up Wurri Yellick, mate. Gee, I tell you, you've got to be nervous up there. Bye, <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. All right, mate. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Tony. Tony Shaw, the former uh, Collingwood champion, 88 games as coach, but 313 as a player, including the premiership captain.